Blog Talk Radio. Singer, songwriter, musician, book author, intellectual, and podcaster. Here is the night. Hi, this is a show is about glam rock of the eighties, you know. Um, how did it influence me? Well, I was a very young child, you know, too young to understand. Um, you heard just heard if you just heard, you know, jump by Van Halen, that was one of the first videos I saw that pertained to that era. I personally don't think you know, Van Halen, the David Lee Roth era is glam because of the music, but I think as a lot of people would recognize it influenced the glam rock, you know, the makeup, hairliner, you know, guys wearing a lot of makeup, pop music or hard rock music with a lot of makeup and so on, and David Lee Roth's fashion. But Van Halen was a very good band, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, with Eddie's um, great guitar playing and Daily Ross showmanship. Um, they were good. But they were, you know, um, did glam rock influence me? I will say uh, musically to some degree, but I would say Van Halen was so were great. You know, they were legends. Um Maybe when I was doing it, you know, on the you know the the fashion, the showmanship of Daily Rock, but I didn't, you know, they didn't, they were not around long enough because I was so young. It was actually other mellow bands, you know. Um, you know, uh, when I was a kid, I was going through a hard time, and I heard this song. You know, I heard this song. And I wanted to sing because I was depressed. I don't know if it was a, it wasn't a song for someone with depression, you know. But here's the song I love to sing because I was having a hard time when I was in my you know teens. I was so young. Thank you. 
Never Say Goodbye was from the Bon Jovi Slipping on White album, which was one of the biggest bands ever um, of that era or at that time. It's radio friendly. It was they're a very good band. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Great songwriters, great musicians, singer, you know. John Bon Jovi was uh you know, a legend and you know what I liked about John Bon Jovi he was, you know, not just a lead singer, but he was the CEO of the band, you know. Took that band to the next level. At the time I was so young I thought it was just yeah, it was a band, but um, I can't believe the leadership of John Bon Jovi, business-wise, being the head of that group, sold millions. But they were a great band, and Richie Tambor was a great guitar player. So that was something to sing. And then I heard, you know, I was someplace where I was really depressed. I heard that it made me feel, you know, I was just thinking about the past, you know. And I heard this one, too. Get you, which was a you know, I was so young, and I heard that song, and I was like, Who's in? It turned out these guys were you know, wearing a lot of makeup, and um, and they had the great, great music, uh, you know, great commercial rock music. And I'm gonna say, Whatever anyone say about Poison, they earned it, you know, they came that way from the East Coast, Pennsylvania, and they were so lucky, unlike me, you know, they came to LA and they got signed, and they earned it, and they have some talent, I mean, they have talent, they have talent, they do, and they are a success strip legends, I mean, they really, you know, driving force, you know, Brett Michaels and, and, and company, and um, they have talent, so... They should be respected as artists. Um, you know, um, you know, from what I've heard, they lived on the streets of Hollywood and so on. So, anybody go through that deserve to be a legend. When I heard this, and then I heard Def Leppard, I heard Cinderella, I heard Rat, and then. Uh, when I was really young, I heard this song, and these guys, uh, even without knowing, you know, in my house, we didn't listen to hard rock, you know, heavy metal, you know, I didn't have MTV because we were so poor, but when I saw on TV, I saw these guys on TV, and I heard they had such uh, infamous reputation in the low, in the 
80s, you know, like in the 84, but even from a young age. But I was past, you know, the first two albums or, in a, you know, you know, I was exposed to it. This is what I heard. You know, they had a lot of talent. They were very original. Um, from what I've heard later now, I realized they were the first really glam rock band of, of, of you know, of the, you know, California, the Sunset Strip, the, the, the you know, made it to the, the big time, and they had their own image. And when I became acquainted with music, because I was so depressed, you know, so depressed. I liked, you know, the the showmanship of, you know, of the, you know, some of the rock concerts, the videos, like Vince Neil. Like I'm a singer, and Vince Neil, you know, you know, uh, you know, the showmanship, you know, stage with the microphone, talk to the audience. Well, I cannot relate to, you know, that legendary charisma and whatever went on behind closed doors as you as we all know what i can't relate to is just being a front man and just having a microphone and screaming you know the video to this You know, that's what I, you know, the, you know, the scream, you know, like wire and, you know, the showmanship with the microphone stand. When I was in L.A. in the 90s, I used to wear makeup and with groups and we were on West Hollywood in, in the valleys singing at clubs. But we had our own original music. And while we didn't burn ourselves, light ourselves on fire like Nikki Six, who is... Uh, you know, he really is such had a vision. You know, like Bon Jovi for Bon Jovi, he really had a vision for Motley Crue with the with the songwriting. And you know, Nikki Six really took that group, helped take that group to to legendary status. So, um, well, you know, unbelievable what um, person to lead to a group to selling millions. And they each had their own, you know, uh, style and, you know, what they bring to the group. Like, I think Tommy Lee was just a great musician. 
on drums, just purely a great musician. And he had the um, the stop power, but he had the he was really a great musician. And Pink Morris was really good on on guitar. And I think that Nikki Six had his own unique style with the songwriting, uh, bass, and the talents. And Vince Neil was the charisma, as you know, the charisma that brought helped bring the take those guys to the next level um, on stage. And um, you know. I saw Nikki Six in person, which I won't talk about too much. And it reminds me that you can be way up there, but, you know, sometimes we all need to come down sometime. But they are Sunset Strip legends. They were the first glam metal band, so they have a lot of talent, so they should be respected. But of all these bands, you know, like Def Leppard, which I like, Def Leppard, it's great. On pop music. You know, of course, you know, they had um, uh, so much talent from England, you know, so they had some great their own unique style, so they were really good. And they're legends, you know. They deserve it, you know. But one band just stood out from that, you know, with my troubledness, you know, I was just depressed from the challenges that I had. And these guys seemed very unusual. Um, you know, it's like, you know, how the grunge with Nirvana Pro Jam, that sad, but meaningful music. I thought these guys were going in that direction. They were glam, but they just had this, uh, you know, unusual in one way, but they were really a very good big group. I don't know what to say about them, but, you know, they became the biggest band of the late 80s, which was Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, um, listening to the music, like, you know, the, the teen angst, and, and a mixture of teen angst and love and so on. I thought Slash had this unusual look. He was a great guitar player, but unusual look, you know, because it, it, I mean, the hair, his hair covered his face. But Axel was just, um, you know, really, um, uh, a rebellious but very talented vocalist, and um, as we learned about Axel, Axel had all these issues with child abuse or wherever he is, and they came, to, made it, to, they made it in Hollywood, you know, came from Indiana, came out here. So that's, you know, they really were a good group, Izzy and Dove and Steven. So they really were a very good group. Um, legends, definitely. They can really play. But they have some some music that I really can relate to. Like, Out to Get Me. Like, Out to Get Me, because I thought the world was out to get me, you know. I really did. 
But when I heard that, it's like I could really relate to that song. Or um, some of the darker music. But Sweet Child Mine was great. But Welcome to the Jungle, I felt that was really great. So the glam era continued to 89 and 91. But there were other bands. You know, they were like warned and and then there was another band that I liked. I, I I mean they was I mean they had their moment. You know. You know, I I listened to Slaughter, and, you know, they were really interesting. But I thought, you know, I'm going to say this about Guns N' Roses. I did not think Guns N' Roses was glam. I thought they were just a hard rock band, you know. But they did have the glam look and that glam style before they were on their way up. And they did. So they were listed with glam along with Van Halen. Those guys were really, really great. So it's really it's interesting. So yes, they did influence me to my rock music, but as you can see, I have my own unique style. I think my rock music was influenced, but I would say the grunge movement just connected to me really direct. But one band, Guns N' Roses, some of it really connect to me too. It's just talk about really serious, sad, but meaningful music with great romantic ballads. And I think that, I thought glam rock was a time for fun. What I didn't like about it is that while I was on MTV and it was great music and great bands, the emphasis on on, on image made it such a preoccupation with image and uh, and, and the talent was over, you know, was, uh, was not focused. And I felt that wasn't right. And it was going on in pop music, too. And I'm glad that that ended in the 90s. You know, pop, rap, R&B, country. And they were focused on the look and not and not the talent. And I ain't going to put down anybody, okay? I told you what I really feel. These The guys that I played are very good. Van Halen had about one of the greatest guitar players ever and the greatest musicians ever. And G&R was just too good of a musician. One of the greatest bands ever period of any rock band. And Motley Crue was a very good band, a legendary Sunset Strip band, and so it's Poison and them all. One thing is, they made it. That's what I dream about, making it in Hollywood. And most of those bands made it in Hollywood or New York City, with Bon Jovi in New York City, GNR, Motley Crue, Poison, Rat, they made it in, uh, you know, Hollywood. Who else? Dokken. They were really good at Slaughter. They made it in Hollywood. And there was Def Leppard, England, and Cinderella, Philadelphia. There were lots of groups that came out. So I leave it there. A time of having fun. Car, fast cars, 
fast loving, and I leave it there. As a young child, I, I, at first I didn't understand, and then I realized what a fun to put on makeup and and tour around with a guitar or, or a microphone and salute. Good day, good night from Death Knight.